Welcome to the Coastline Podcast. We exist as a church to help connect you to God and the people around you, to help you grow in your faith, and to challenge you to go into your community sharing the love of Christ. Three things, connect, grow, go. If you'd like information on what is going on at Coastline, follow us on Instagram and Facebook or email us at hello at coastlinensb.com. Good morning, Coastline Church. Uh, Pastor Brian and Eric are on vacation uh, this week, so I get the the privilege of speaking with you today. Uh, My name is Doug Davis, and uh, last Sunday, uh, Brian introduced a new series called History, and he gave his personal testimony and I plan to follow suit and do the same thing today to share with you a few words about my personal testimony. But before I go back into history, I wanted to tell you a little bit about myself in the, in the present time. Um, first of all, uh, my wife is here today, Patty Lee Davis in the very back. We have been soulmates now for the past 33 years. And she, uh, she keeps me straight. It's a full-time job to do that. Um, about six or seven years ago, uh, Petty Lee and I joined a, a local church here. It was a video-based uh, campus church uh, here in New Smyrna Beach. And that's where we first met uh, Pastor Brian and Erica. Uh, Brian was the campus pastor there at this church. And then when Brian felt led to preach full-time, and uh, he and Erica wanted to start their own church, their own ministry. We had the pleasure then of following them here too, what ended up being Coastline Church. And it's been um, quite a ride, almost five years now. We've been blessed by doing so. We love Brian, we love Erica, we love you at Coastline Church, and we thank you for that. Um, along the way, actually, when we first joined the, the video-based uh, campus church, uh, within a very short time, I'm going to say maybe no more than two months, uh, we started doing a live group at our home, a circle group, uh, Bible study, and, we, uh, and when Coastline then uh, was formed, we continued doing that. And uh, so we've been uh, now almost eight years of having a a Bible study group. We first began doing that uh, by meeting in person in our home every Wednesday. And then when COVID uh, got to be a little bit nasty, we moved over and started doing Zoom, doing Zoom uh, online. And speaking of online, I wanna thank those who are tuning in today uh, online to join us, appreciate that. And in particular, I wanted to recognize two people that are part of our current uh, online group. Uh, One is Sean Forbes. Sean resides in Canada. The other person is a um, a personal friend of mine. His name is Leroy, and he lives in in Wisconsin. So uh, Sean, you may have heard before, has been dubbed our official online greeter. And uh, again, Leroy, I'll tell you more about him later on. So along the way, another thing happened uh, in my life. And uh, last year, I published a a book. It's called Through It All. It may be on the screen. 
it is on the screen. And the, uh, through it all is a really, uh, a reason I bring it up, it is my personal testimony. Some of you have read the book. Uh, it's a little bit different, uh, I'll grant you that. Uh, through it all is a, um, a non-fiction Christian book, but it tells my, my story, it tells my, my journey, it tells my, again, my personal uh, testimony. And <clears throat> it helps to unravel the age-old question about why and where is God when we experience the dark clouds of life. And it's also about my personal uh, life lessons learned. And it's all from the, uh, the experience of, in my life of losing uh, my three children over a 10-year period due to a very rare disease, and then the tragic loss of their mother later in life. Uh, it's also uh, about my spiritual ups and downs. And I've, I've had my share, and I'm sure you've had uh, experiences too, up and down as well. Uh, but again, it ends up being in my, in my personal testimony. So, <clears throat> the, going back into, again, the, the history part of the, uh, today, and uh, just wanted to uh, share that with you now, that um, I mentioned before uh, Leroy, Friend of mine that does a, uh, have known him for a long time. In fact, Leroy and I served in the military back in the, gosh, early 60s. Uh, if you can think back that far. The, um, we actually um, became friends at that time period, and then we both got out of the military about the same time, and we decided to hook up and then travel uh, around the country, working odd jobs. And we did that for a, a while. We ended up um, met in, in Louisiana. Then we went from there to the Carolinas and worked different odd jobs there. And then we, uh, winter was coming. And uh, I had never before been to South Florida and neither had Leroy. So we um, headed down to Miami, Miami and Florida and we started working some uh, odd jobs there. And I had never before experienced uh, seeing that part of the country. Um, I had never before seen the ocean, for that matter. Uh, did not know the ocean was that salty. Uh, I grew up in a, uh, a real small town in southeast Missouri in a little farming community. My parents were actually were sharecroppers on an 81-acre 80, farm. So my um, my youth was spent uh, in doing farm work, uh, things that uh, is quite done differently now. But I remember, though, uh, in Miami, just um, I was amazed at all the, the Caribbean touch of the uh, South Florida, all the tropical foliage. In my word, the, uh, the, uh, the fishing at that time period was incredible. I mean, my fishing experience uh, back home was a cane pole with uh, some worms out of the backyard and fishing in a, a muddy ditch. So going from there to South Florida and seeing all the, the beautiful water and all the amazing fish in the ocean was quite a change. The, uh, we were it's approaching, as, as I recall, uh, the holiday time period, Christmas time. Leroy went back home to uh, Wisconsin and I decided to stay in Miami. I had planned to go to California with him, but that just did not work out. Uh, Leroy ended up um, 
getting married back home and starting a career as an FBI agent, which he did his whole life until he, he retired. So pretty cool thing. 55 years later, we're doing live together on uh, using online, doing Zoom. It's just a wonderful thing. It's one benefit of having technology. So the, um, I uh, ended up uh, again in Miami and started working with the, uh, the newspaper, the Miami Herald. And that ended up, ended up being my whole working career, working with newspapers. Um, 12 years with uh, that corporation, the not Ritter at the time, and then um, at one point uh, moving here to uh, Daytona Beach, working with uh, the News Journal. But in between that time period, uh, I met and uh, married a lady named Sandy. Sandy and I um, had planned to uh, and wanted to raise a family, uh, which we, uh, after a time period, we had our firstborn child, and his name was Jason. Uh, and Jason was just a really uh, beautiful boy. And when he was about four months old, we um, realized that he was uh, not, not well, that he had a, a, a medical condition. And so, long story short, uh, we went through uh, many tests with him at many different hospitals and uh, ended up being that he was, uh, he was terminal and to, due to a, a very rare uh, blood disorder. The uh, doctors did not know what caused that, but uh, they assured Sandy and I that uh, it would not reoccur again. In fact, they gave the odds of that reoccurring again of 825,000 to one. And there were, at that time, only 80 known cases of this disease in the whole world. And in every situation, as far as we knew, the, uh, it did not reoccur as well. Uh, we, at some point then, um, after a few years, we had so much love to offer, uh, to give to a child. We had our, our second child, and her name was Jessica. And she was healthy. And she, um, was just a, a, a blessing of our life. And then after a few years, we also had then our, our last child and another girl, her name was Janessa. Uh, Janessa uh, was uh, born with the same symptoms as our, our son, Jason. And she in turn led a very painful, difficult life. And she passed on at the age of uh, 15 months old. Uh, her whole life was, uh, was a uh, very painful, and it was a very tough time for me and for Sandy. And then we were, uh, at the time, going to a church uh, there in, actually, was in Fort Lauderdale, uh, called Beth Yeshua. Uh, Beth Yeshua means House of Jesus, and it was a, a mixture of um, both Messianic Jewish people and Gentiles, and it was a... Um, uh, a great little church, and then at some point, Jessica started becoming ill as well. And it was a, an unthinkable, unbearable thing to experience. Uh, she um, ended up passing away when she was almost seven years old. And it was a, um, and I, I don't think I could put into, um, into words what we experienced in that time period, 
It was, um, and I don't think I have to. I mean, you can, I think that any responsible parent that loves their, their child uh, can understand to, um, to some degree, can grasp the, the, the gravity and the severity of losing your own child, especially three children. So after Jessica passed away, we, Sandy and I moved to, um, I took a different job with, a, uh, again, the News Journal uh, here in Daytona Beach. And that's where I spent my remaining uh, 28 of uh, 38 years overall in the newspaper industry. Um, later in life, um, Sandy and I did go through a, a divorce, and it, we felt it was, um, that's just another story that I probably will not you know, get into today, but it ended up being the best thing that we, we should have done and did and did. And then she met uh, in her own life uh, a very untimely uh, death. Uh, it was a, um, uh, again, a very, a very tough time in, uh, in to go through. I was blessed to um, then meet Patty Lee, and I had no intentions of, um, and other than she, of getting involved with somebody uh, to date or anything, but we, a mutual friend of ours introduced, introduced us, and we um, fell in love. We um, got married, been married ever since. And I made along the way some very good choices, and I, I made some very poor choices in my spiritual life. Uh, Patty Lee, and one, one decision I made was not to be uh, involved in a, a church, not to be involved in, um, and my relationship with God suffered because of that. Patty Lee was very, very smart that she continued going to church uh, for all that time period. And she was smart enough, too, to not putting pressure on me about uh, attending church. She would on occasion say there was some kind of a special event going on. Would you, uh, would you like to uh, go with me? And I would go with her maybe once or twice a year just to show people that she had a husband. So uh, <clears throat> then um, at some point, she mentioned about this new, uh, to bring you more up to date, about this new uh, video-based campus church that was starting up in New Smyrna Beach and would I want to go. Um, and to her amazement, um, I said, you know, I would like to go. And then to her further amazement, uh, I never stopped going. And then uh, there, from there to coastline. So it's, um, some things happened in my life uh, when I, that first Sunday at the, the video-based uh, campus church. One thing was, a, um, a song that I heard the, the worship team sing, and it's called The Defender. Uh, the, and the, the lyrics go, uh, when I thought you, you lost me, you knew where I left me. You are the, and it goes on from there, that you picked up all my pieces, you put me back together. You are the defender of my heart. And it really struck my, um, a chord in my soul just to, to realize 
and something very, very simple, that all the time that I was not going to church and my relationship with God had suffered, is that I left God, God never did really leave me. And it sounds like a simple thing to say, but it's something that was very uh, revealing to me. And the, the other thing that happened too is that um, all during the time period that I was not involved in the um, going to the church, I just uh, fell into this uh, mindset that I'm okay with God. Um, I was never really angry at God for what happened in my life. Um, I felt, I mean, anger is a, a normal emotion to have, but having anger for a long time period is very unhealthy and it's uh, for it to, to go through it. But I, I just felt like, you know, I was okay. Not a bad, not a bad person, a good person. Um, and that I was still okay with life like it was. And not being involved in, and again, my relationship with God suffered because of that thinking. Also what happened was that I chose not to even mention my children to um, really to anyone. When we, uh, we moved to um, Daytona, it was a fresh start, and people would say, do you, do you have any, any children? And I would say, no, uh, I don't. It was just too awkward. I mean, what, what do you say? Uh, too awkward and too um, difficult to, um, to talk about. So for uh, really over almost a 40-year period, um, I did not discuss uh, my my life with uh, our family. Uh, and then Patty Lee, she um, made up a, a photo album, uh, portfolio of pictures of the kids, which I could never really look at. Uh, tried, I think, in the past 33 years, three times to do that, and just couldn't do it. And she also had all these boxes of uh, articles of papers and pictures that she um, had put together too, and I never looked at those either. And then the, uh, in October of 2020, um, I've been praying about, um, I felt such a deep void in my life, and I was praying to God, and, and uh, it was on a Saturday morning, and Patty Lee, she was gone someplace, and I can't recall, but um, uh, I got up, got the picture album out, all the boxes out, <clears throat> and we have a two-story house here locally in the beachside, and they um, had everything all spread out, and I was at peace and, uh, about the whole thing. And um, it's amazing that after all that time period, it's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was knocking on my door and saying, you know, it's, it's, it's time. It's time to, um, to do that. So from that point on, um, I've, <clears throat> and now I have pictures on my cell phone, on my computer of the kids, and, you know, and then uh, that's how the book was written as well. The uh, Through It All was written because the Holy Spirit said, you know, you gotta, <clears throat> you know, there's nothing more in selling to be unsettling, to have the, uh, uh, to harbor a story within your soul and when the Holy Spirit says to, to bring it out. So I, <clears throat> that's why I did. 
And the, um, Brian has mentioned before on stage here, this very stage, last year I think it was, he uh, was plugging the, uh, the book through it all, and he said, you know, Doug is not a high-tech person. Uh, and then he actually inferred that he sees not a young guy, you know, either be starting to be writing a book. And, uh, and he was right on both accounts. I can't help the age, uh, but the, uh, thank goodness that the Holy Spirit is more high-tech than I am. And uh, thank goodness, too, that I learned that if you keep on pushing buttons, uh, then something's going to happen, something may be bad or good. In my case, I, uh, both things happen, the bad part, but losing, losing part of the book and having to start all over again. Uh, but it finally came together, and I, the book uh, was published again on Amazon, uh, both in, in different formats. Um, just a, um, a, a quick story. That, let me check on my time. A few minutes here. The, um, when I was dating Patty Lee, the, um, I mentioned I made some good choices in life, and one, uh, some good choices were that I really dedicated myself to the power of positive thinking. Um, I, I read everything I could get my hands on as far as uh, having a, a positive uh, attitude about life and, and living life. And I, um, my, whole, my whole time was spent reading and, and uh, watching motivational tapes. And so Patty Lee, uh, one Thanksgiving, wanted to bring her family to my, my uh, apartment and to uh, meet all of them. And so, and she did that. And the, uh, I'm not a sports person, um, and I don't watch sports on TV even now, but um, the, she has a lot, big family, and the, uh, all the guys and some of the ladies were saying, you know, um, uh, just got this big game on today on TV. And, um, and I was thinking, oh man, I, uh, I have a, had a TV, and I, uh, but no cable, and I had these uh, rabbit ears I made with a um, coat hanger and tin foil that really did not work too well. And so, um, not always being the most bright person uh, on this earth, I, they, were, they were dumbfounded that I did not have a workable TV. And I said, but I've got some motivational tapes I can show you if you'd like to learn more about management and learn about you know, the power of positive thinking. And they looked at me like, this guy's really strange. And I thought I would never see them again. I wouldn't sure I would see Patty Lee again, for that matter. Uh, but she did what she's always done uh, our whole married life. She fixed everything. She told her family, look, he's really, he's a little bit strange. But he's not, not, a, bad, not a bad guy, though, okay? And uh, thank goodness she hung in there with me, and um, and now we have we got TVs at work now, which we did not then. So I just want to <clears throat> today tell you that the, um, again my my worst choice that I made was uh, in my relationship with God, and I want to just to, to bring that point home. I want to show you a, a short video of a person who made the right choice and had a, really an impact upon my life. His name is uh, Vic uh, Vucinci, 
And you may, you may know of him, and I'll tell you more about him. But Jeremy, if you could start up that video. I want you to know that the fear of being alone and having no purpose in your life is one of the most disabling things that you'll ever experience in your life. And you need to know the answer of two questions. Who are you and what do you want? For me, I realized as a kid, yeah, there was a choice I had to make. Either believe what the world said and only believe that broken pieces are ahead for me or believe that God loves me. It was hard. Because when God says in the Bible, I have a plan for you, I'm thinking, really? And I prayed for arms and legs. What do you want? I wanted arms and legs. It's not that difficult to believe. The God of the Bible says he has a plan for you. Do you see this timeline? I'm eight years old going forwards into the future. No idea what was ahead. The Bible says he has a plan. We don't see the plan, so it's kind of foolish to believe something that you can't see. But faith helps you to do that. Faith is exactly that. And faith comes when you hear the Word of God. When I heard the Word of God, I still didn't understand His love, His plan. So I prayed for a blueprint of His plan. And He didn't come back to me on that request. And when you don't hear from God, you then start to conclude what you believe. From then on, do you decide to keep on believing and waiting to see what happens and trust Him? Or do we conclude to do this? There is no God. I'm alone. There is no hope. There is no purpose. I'm getting bullied for the rest of my life. I'm never getting married. Never going to have kids. Never going to be happy. Man, was I wrong or what? And at age 10, I tried to end my life, but I'm still here. All I could see were broken pieces, and I had no idea that there would ever be hope for someone truly disabled. Emotionally, mentally, uh, uh, spiritually, physically, the whole thing. I mean, on every checkbox. I wasn't myself sometimes. I was so angry, angry at my life. And I want you to know in your life, there will be times where you feel like you'll be on the edge. But when you look at the word disabled, D-I-S-A-B-L-E-D, when you turn your back on the lies like this, and you come to the truth, the truth will set you free. I want... Uh, again, this person's name is Nick Bucisi. Uh, he was born in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, <clears throat> he was born without arms and legs. And he made the right choice in life. And one of his quotes he has, quotes, uh, he's, by the way, he's has uh, done over 3,000 presentations in 57 different countries uh, and led many people to Jesus. In fact, he was speaking uh, yesterday 
uh, in Orlando, along with uh, some other people, uh, Tim Tebow, uh, Priscilla Schreiber, um, uh, Willie Robertson, the guy that is the CEO of uh, Duck Dynasty, and a lot of other powerhouse speakers. Uh, but he he had one lot of he's done many different things. He has a uh, uh, formed a, an association, speaker association called Life Without Limbs. Uh, he has a, third, a thing out too about uh, altitude is attitude. Uh, but one of his quotes he has is, if God can use a person without arms and legs, imagine what he could do with a willing heart. He made the right choice and he, he realized the, the first of the greatest commandments. It's to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. Something that I uh, did not do for a long time period. And I think, in thinking back in my life, um, you know, we, we serve, we love a, a good father. And God was kind enough to have patience with me to be where I am today spiritually. And I'll be forever grateful for that. What I miss the most about my life and my relationship with God is I, I miss all that time, all those years, not having the joy and the peace of loving God and serving God. So I'm going to just close on this. And Kayla, I think we'll sing one more song today. But as a closing thought, if, if your life, if your relationship with God is in bits and pieces, God is very willing to put you back together. And if your pieces are all together, then maybe it's time for the next step. Again, the first commandment, great commandment. Again, loving the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. Maybe it's time to, to step up and do more, to do more loving and to do, uh, take more action in your life. So that's my, my hope for you. I know that today's been uh, different. Uh, it's, my, it's my story. It's my, my, uh, my journey, and it's my testimony. And I realize it's very, uh, can be a very emotional thing to go through for some of you because a lot of you have experienced um, you know, things in your life as well. Uh, through uh, somebody you love or you know, family and, and friends. So um, I apologize for the, uh, the emotion part of today, but I, um, but I appreciate your, your attention today and your listening again. As always, Coastline, know that you are loved and that the best is yet to come.